0: Okay, welcome to another episode of the Music and Nostalgia podcast. It's your man, Dr. Peters, your host. I'm excited to be back with you today. I get to share with you another incredible story, and I hope you're buckled in and ready to Go along on the ride with me. I want to start from my first semester in school once I got to the United States. I think it's a, it's a pretty interesting experience. Uh, in most cases, of course, we know first through 12 is a schooling system from elementary to first to high school. In most cases, it typically is broken down first through fifth grade. And then it's also broken down for middle school from 6th through 8th and then ninth through 12th for high school. And that is exactly what I expected it to be until I arrived at my school. And I discovered that I was in the 8th grade, which, as we know, the 8th grade is the top dog of middle school. You're the big dogs, right? And ninth graders, you're the basically the feet of the school, that you're the lowest level. Well, I came to an interesting setup where eighth grade was in the same building as high school. So it was 8th through 12. So what happens when you're below the feet? You're basically like the footstool of that existence of that space. So I was below the low, as far as the group of people uh, that were in that building. And it was a little interesting, right? Because now I'm the foreign kid in a space where I had never been in an environment I wasn't familiar with. Remember, if you remember from my very first episode, I spoke about going to a school with all international kids. So not having people from the same background, the same race, the same um, uh, belief system. It was all totally different. And then to be thrust in a space where I dare to say 98% of the people and the students and the kids were all of the same race. Pretty much everybody was familiar with the same kind of space. Now I later on in life discovered that people had different um nationalities or na- nations of con- that their families were connected to, you know, the Jamaicans, the Guyanese, and all of all of those people from all over uh, the Caribbean. So I was I was. Not aware of that, though, because everybody was pretty much, you know, American to me. I was thinking I was only one. There was a couple of other Nigerians at school, but not not people that I was in close uh, contact with early in the game. And then when we did meet, it's not like we built a connection early in the game. Well, anyway, so I now came to the eighth grade, and I want to take you to a song by one of my favorite groups. in the world Uh, I just think they're they're just an amazing uh, they're a trio now they were they were a a quartet before and that's voice to men Uh, I know right now somebody that uh, that is a fan of um uh well uh, what what are these guys Jonasy is probably I've been talking about well they ain't the best they ain't Jojo well I'm listen I'm talking right now we talking about uh, uh uh it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday by voice to men that's the song that i'm selecting for today and uh what's interesting is the song is not even i don't even understand or know how it directly correlates to the movie and i'll tie it all in right now let me walk you into the journey um so Like I said, I was in eighth grade and one of the classes I took was a pre-algebra class. And I had a teacher who was probably the coolest guy I had ever met at that point in the building, Uh, Nathaniel Webb. You know what, it would be amazing to find that man. I haven't seen him since probably like 1998 or something like that. But he was just so cool, like he was just one of those cool brothers, they were like, you know, like, this is my teacher, like, he cool dirt, you know, and I was so excited to be in his class because I was, I was, I loved math. I was, I enjoyed math. I thought it was one of the coolest subjects in the world, and men anyway, and I moved on to math. Uh, while I was in his class, I, I remember I was in the class with a bunch of folks that, you know, were pretty smart, uh, That, but there was this one girl in particular that was my competition, and she and I would go at it. If I had a 99, like she would have a 99.5 or a 100, or she would have a 98 and I'd end up with a 99, but it was always a competition. And all I remember is her name was, first name is Tiffany. But she and I would go every single test, every single assignment, we had to be battling each other. I don't even know if there was an intentional battle But we just knew we had the higher grade, because whenever we got our grade back, like, who beat me? And it'd be one or the other. And it came to a point where we didn't even need to ask anymore, because we just knew who it was. So she was one of the people in the class, and there was a bunch of knuckleheads that clowned me, of course. My accent wasn't that thick, I don't think. Uh, I thought it was pretty, you know, different, but it wasn't thick. Like, you wouldn't hear and be like, oh, he's a very strong, he has a very strong You're about with nigerian accent how you decide to identify but anyway we were at the point where you know in class in high school and you will know this your favorite thing to see when you walk into class was that cart with the television and the vhs or dvd player uh, depending on the era and you know you knew that they were pushing that towards it uh, down the hallway and hope it was being pushed to your classroom. Or when you walked into the classroom and the first thing you see was that television in the corner, you'd be like, "Oh, we're not doing no work today. Today it's entertainment." Or lay your head on the on the desk and and take a nap. Well, that was what we were expecting. And and Mr. Webb decided that he was going to have us watch a movie. And I was introduced to a movie I had never heard about. But the title it was attractive to me because I immediately went to Voice to Men because a few years prior, Voice to Men came out with the album "Coolly High Harmonies," and I just thought that's the joint. But the specific song, it's so hard to say goodbye to. Yesterday was just, I felt like a part of that movie, even though the movie came out in the '70s. I was like, how is this? Like, you know, now that I think back to it, it's like how did. Those two connect. I'm sure there was something that was done for those two uh, pieces of media, the movie and the song, for them to connect. And if you guys know it, somebody got to drop a comment because I want to know. I'm really curious. But as I was was preparing for that, now, so here's another bit, another tidbit. Uh, Growing up in Nigeria, the only Black film that wasn't a Nigerian or African project that I had ever seen that I can remember, fully black like a black project was, um, uh, Lean on Me. That you know, that's one of the one of the greatest movies. Like Margaret Freeman, uh, Mr. Sam, Mr. Sam, right? Like that was that was my joint. Like I love that movie. What was interesting is it was really when you look at it, it was the perspective of the principal and how he interacted with the kids. But one of the interesting things about Kuli High was that it was about these four teenagers, high school kids, that were having like their time of discovery and the challenges that they ended up going through. And I think that's why the song ties into the movie for me. And there might be a reason, other reasons for that, but for me, that's, it ties into the struggle and the yeah, the the danger that they experienced from the car theft and all that. If you haven't seen the movie, you should go see it. It came out in the 70s, but it really had some key elements in it. if you look at it today, uh, could be a project that came out a couple of years ago. Just a really, really well done movie and it really resonated with people, resonated with me learning. For me, it was an opportunity to learn about the black culture in america because i was like oh we going to see how they live it and i was curious to see it. and what was really cool about it is as you were looking through the the scenes of the movie it tied in to what any teenager i don't care the race was going through if you were in a world where you were exposed to a whole lot and you weren't really sheltered and they grew up in the project so they were exposed to a lot so it was really interesting to see how that the turn of events happened but let, that 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 was one aspect of it, right? It was interesting to see the story. And I don't remember it all the a lot of details, but I do remember that it ended in, in the sad note with, uh, with somebody passing away and there was a few moments like that But now, this is what Mr. Webb did, Nathaniel Webb did to really throw a monkey wrench in the plan to sleep in, in class or chill out when the movie was going on. At that time, folks would have pulled out a deck of cards. And if you're from Decatur, you know that that deck of cards was coming out and you were either paying uh, spades or tongue. That's where I learned how to play either one of those games, by the way. Don't check for me, because I will take you down. I'm quiet on the board, but I ghost hard off subject, but that's just had to be known. I'm just telling y'all. But anyway. <laughs> okay this is it's, it's getting interesting right so his project for us was that we had to watch the movie and we had to document i think we were working with fractions or something it had to be because i don't understand what other reference aside from maybe he didn't feel like doing any work and he's like how can i how, or he didn't feel like assigning in the same work so he figured if he had us go through the movie doing this assignment i want to tell you in a second then it'd be one less assignment he didn't have to design. Well, the project that he gave us was that we had to watch the movie and the movie is uh, about an hour, 45 minutes. But we had to watch the movie and document every time they were inside, how much time they were outside, how much time they were inside, how much time during the day and how much time at night. So we had to keep track the whole time the movie played. And I think we might have watched it two different days. To be able to get it in but that was his methodology and that's how that's what we did i I don't remember anybody being right now tiffany and i i I truly believe now. you know me telling the story so i truly believe i edged her out i might beat her um and if i didn't i beat her today that's the story we're gonna cut the other part out i won i beat her i was number one (laughs) it was really cool because she and i were so like on it like the whole time we're tracking i look over i'm like oh oh you want it too? and we, we we go through the the notes and we were writing and i couldn't really pay attention to the story i literally had to go back and watch the movie again because you couldn't pay attention to the story because you had to focus on daytime nighttime inside outside and and while doing all of that we also had to you know uh, for me, also had to know who was in the project, who was doing that. And that was a personal thing. Just kind of have a way to follow the the narrative, right? And I remember going through that the whole time. And again, remember, eighth grade, this is my first experience uh, seeing a Black film. And I'm curious because, again, the only other one I'd seen was Lean on Me, or that I can remember at this moment is Lean on Me, which was... Uh, 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 adult-led versus uh, Cooley High, that was student-led. It was about the kids, it wasn't about the teachers. So I didn't really remember any of the faculty or anything like that, but I was really enamored by how, first of all, these teenagers look like they were like mid-30s, they, they would grow. I'm like, how, how are these cats? High school kids, like, what am I doing wrong? I'm over here barely getting one strand of hair. I mean, not anymore, but you know what I mean? Back then i was struggling i was like how do they have a footwork well, then again i was in eighth grade they had a full face of, it, uh, of hair they chose to like you could see it been shaved and, and, and cleaned up but for the regular me, I, you know i was like i didn't even have one speck coming out i was happy when i saw a little peach fuzz at that point so i was really impressed by the story because i wanted to understand and i figured okay this might be my way to understand what's going on in black america so i know how to you know, be safe in my environment, be able be able to connect uh with, with the environment. And I, I remember it was always one of those things where I would, I was always going, I was always going like I wouldn't say I'm the most competitive person, but I was always going for number one. It only made sense to me. And if you grew up Nigerian, like the whole notion of if if you come in second place, you know, the whole narrative, people, parents would be like, ah uh The person that took first place. Do they have two heads? Mm-hmm. What do they have that you don't have? Yeah, you can't be first. Like that was that was the attitude that I was kind of around. The idea of what I was around. So I just I just envisioned that that's what uh, my parents would be saying if I didn't beat this Tiffany girl in this challenge to write out the amount of time that was spent inside or outside. And there was a lesson there. I don't know what it was. Because I just wanted to win, and I was excited about that. But what was what was really cool was like like we'd go through lessons in this class, and I he was just when I say he was just one of the coolest uh, teachers. We'd go through lessons in this class, and it you know I'm over here like drawing on the board, answering questions, Tiffany and a couple other people doing the same thing. And if somebody got something wrong, I would go with slang or lingo that I used when I was in Nigeria. Like I remember one time saying stuff like man. Somebody, I, a question came up and somebody answered and it was wrong. And I answered and I got it right and I was spot on. And you know, Mr. Uh, web was like, good job, good job. And everyone's like, man, how'd you do that? And me being in my, I was in my moment, I was really enjoying it. I was like, man, y'all some slackers. And I looked around and I saw everybody was looking at me like, who are you thinking of talking to? I got nervous, I was like, oh boy, am I about to get beat up? But I realized that it was just slang that we weren't, it wasn't, it wasn't used in the area I was in. So it seemed foreign to them. And they're like, who are you calling slackers? And I, and I was like, fortunately the teacher was able to kind of wave it off and take turn our attention to something else. that I was, I was like, oh boy, it, this is the day it goes down for Dako Peters. I didn't, I didn't really know what to expect. But that was just some some something interesting. Now, the song It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday, right? Voice to Men has been one of my favorite groups. Like I have another story about voice to men that had me thinking that I was about to create a singing group and about to be this quartet or quintet that we were about to kill it. But in this incident, I just always liked the song. It just felt very uh somber and 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 mellow uh which you know it's part of their form but I, I you know i just remember it being such a touching song that when i when i hear the song it all automatically transports me to that half a year that i was in, in class with Mr. Webb because i remember being in his class i was able to um kind of see things from a different perspective usable one One of the few black teachers I had, too, I think, which was another cool thing, because I remember um, him, like, he used to have this uh, messenger bag, this brown uh, uh, jacket, uh, blazer that he would wear just about every day. But he was just so down to earth that he's, I promise you, he he was probably no older than like 24 at the time. So, you know, still had that youthful exuberance about himself. He was just, you know, just about his business and he was down, down just down to earth. I mean, I, I couldn't even think of any other, any other thing to say about him. he was just so cool that I, I thought, you know what, I would like to know this guy through my high school years. I could always probably come back and connect with him. And I was also thinking that he can kind of give you some heads up and clues into what black America is like. Because again, I had limited knowledge and I wanted to be able to understand the environment I was in so I could connect with people and not be an outcast the whole time. Which, you know, we never want to come into a new environment and 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 be automatically the outcast or permanently the outcast, right? And I wanted to, I wanted to feel like I was a part of the community I was in, or at least feel like I was safe in the community I was in. So that way I didn't have to battle by myself. And that was just something that I was really desire yourself because, again, I was separated from our world. I was disconnected from those that I grew up loving and knowing. And now I was in a space where I had to now create a new identity so I could fit in, not form an identity uh, to falsely represent myself, but I wanted to be in a space where I could connect with the people I was around, but at the level that we could all communicate. And since I was coming into their space, I had to give a little more leeway, obviously, to get them to see and know who I was. And they, and you know, kind of, kind of like, you know, when when you're when you're when you're with a pet, right? you, you, you want to welcome them. You don't want them to be scared. Like a puppy, all of a sudden like the puppy doesn't, you know, is, is sitting in a corner because it's afraid. And you bring food over and you just kind of have to lay it down and let them kind of ease into it. And I felt like I had to give them little doses of myself give them bits of information about myself so that they would say, okay, be safe. Now, it took a while. I did have a few connections. I was fortunate because I had a lot of teachers that always looked out for me. I, I just became that, that guy that threw up, right, halfway through high school, I could walk down the hall without uh, without uh, a hall pass because in most instances, I was on my way to something or sent to do something. So I was like, most of most of all teachers pretty much knew me and knew I was on, on the job if they ever saw me out and about. And it's not like I was walking around, you know, just hanging around in the hallways or anything, but that's the kind of connection that I had with, with uh, the teachers at school. So when I think of Mr. Webb, he was somebody that was so super down to earth. And when I needed, um, I, he wrote a recommendation for me because I was accepted into a program, uh, which would have gotten me into college in the 10th grade. Um, and he wrote a recommendation and a few other teachers did as well. And I could talk about them for, for a hot minute, but he was just so cool. that he was like, man, if you need me to write another recommendation, which it's no big deal, because it's not like he had to fabricate anything. So he was just writing a letter officially saying that he recommend, recommended me for the program, but he like, looked out for me. He was one of those that looked out for me and I was just always excited to be connected. Uh, to his class until he left, and then when he left, it's like, disappeared. And then I realized, oh, we we weren't friends. He was just doing his job. But I I, I had to learn somehow. But you know, it's really cool. Like, I'm sure in your life, you if it's a new job, new school, you know, connecting with a new family, or whatever the case may be, there are those times where you have to ease into those relationships and kind of, you know, give them a little bit of you. And once, once it's consumable, then you give them a little more. And you know, and as they're able to consume, then you give more. And that was for me what, one of the greatest things because I could give a little bit of myself in that space. Um, and it took years to really connect with people on campus. I had to, I was so involved, I had to give time. Uh, to 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 be able to connect with people. Now, granted, I did things like I was an athlete, I was an organization, I was I was president of a couple of organizations over my time in high school, uh, but it helped that I was able to give a little bit of myself at a time until people could say, oh, I see, and then they would take a little more. There was even a point where um, a couple of teachers had me come into their classes to speak to like the eighth, ninth graders, even 10th graders, Speaking and educating them on Nigeria. Like, I would like, literally have a whole presentation deck that I did. And as this was me as a 10th, 11th, or 12th grade, And I was doing this because, again, I had now built up my credibility with uh, the with, with campus that people pretty much knew who I was. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. Go ahead, kid. And that helped because I was giving myself in doses, let people understand, normal, you know, I safe to, to be around and know they could connect with me. And then I built up from there. And it took a while for me to get to the state where I had uh, some real good connections. But uh, it was magical because I grew through the process and I became better because of the people uh, that I was around. Again, it's about finding the best uh, people to connect yourself with so that you are all connected at a at, at level of expectation of getting better at every stage. So that's just a bit of that story. I really can't wait for you guys to hear the next one. As you all know, I'm on YouTube, we're on on, uh, all the major platforms. So go to Spotify right now, subscribe, go listen, and find us on all all the other platforms as well. Really excited to be sharing this story. Looking forward to letting you guys know that no matter where you are, no matter what you're experiencing, that you go ahead and learn the lessons and watch yourself go through the, the process because the joy is always in the journey, not the destination. Take care, guys.